You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 63 of BNI, The Australian Story. My name is Veronica. We're here in uh, Melbourne, Victoria, Australia, and uh, I'm here with our co-host and executive director of Melbourne South, Mr. Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent. Hello, Veronica. Hello, everyone. Great to have you with us again today. Now, Brent, I did. Um, I know that we have said it before, but I think it's worth just reminding everybody that BNI, the Australian podcast, is now available on BNI Business Builders. Oh, you know what? I put a note here that I was going to actually uh, announce that because um, while we've had this uh, latest um, latest lockdown, I've been busy enough. I've been busy actually putting a whole lot of episodes up there, so I'm still getting through the back catalogue at the moment. But I think there's currently over 20 episodes on Business Builder. So you'll be able to get access to that on BNI Business Builder. So um, type in BNI The Australian Story podcast when you're searching and we'll come up there. So um, thanks to BNI Business Builder for taking that on and putting it up. And you'll be able to enjoy it on there and earn Business Builder points and CU points at the same time. Now, of course, we are um, supported by BNI Australia, and uh, we really want to give them a huge shout out because they make this possible for us to obviously be here and, and produce the podcast with the help of Steve, our podcast producer, but also every single member that shares the podcast. We'd really like to just say thank you to you as well because that's how we're getting it out to the BNI community, not only in our region but also across Australia. Yeah, for sure. And I've been told I need to apologise for my dad jokes lately. I'm not going to do it. There's plenty more where they came from. I actually, um, so I, 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 we haven't heard any complaints yet, but uh, the end of the podcast last week was a joke from Brent. So I actually thought, Brent, we should actually start Brent's joke of the week because, um, you know, they, they are terrible, but I actually find them hysterical. So I think that we need to make, make that part of the tradition. So anyone from overseas could be listening to these podcasts and really get the Australian humour, the dad humour. So I, I just like, uh, you know, if you'd like to get onto the BNI Facebook page uh, and just let us know, would you like Brent to share a joke each week? <laughs> we'll see what the consent Oh, no. We're going to get thrown under the bus again. That's right. That bus is getting faster with every week of lockdown, let me tell you. Veronica, anyway, the bus fun. driver. We have a fantastic <laughs> guest today, so uh, let's just dive straight in. Would you like to do the uh, do the honours? Oh, yes. Well, we have a very special guest here today, Veronica. We've got Wendy Lloyd-Curley from... BNI Sydney Northeast and Wendy is the executive director, newly established executive director, not all that long ago. How long ago, Wendy? Started February 1. February wow, 1. Oh, and uh, Wendy's also uh, been with us as a uh, member for 10 years and then um, did the uh, the Remington Shavers ad, was so impressed, bought the company. So, uh, <laughs> A, a very similar uh, journey uh, to myself. So um, welcome, Wendy. It's great to have you on. And um, and I'm sure you've got some really great uh, tips and things to share with our listeners here today because you were actually uh, the Sydney Training Director, I believe, in BNI Sydney for quite some time. But um, 
we always go back and and uh, and ask our guests, how did you find out about BNI originally? Take us back ten years. This is kind of I have to go back further than that. Uh, I originally heard about BNI at a, a conference that I was attending, and someone mentioned it, and I went and tried to figure out what this acronym was. I I have a healthy uh, respect for uh, for acronyms coming from the telecommunications industry, and I needed to know what it meant. And I looked it up, and I really respected the lady who said the 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 three letters. So I, I went and looked it up and I thought, yeah, someday, someday I should do something like that. And uh, then it was 2010 when I was introduced to a, a conference. It was all for people who worked by themselves called Flying Solo. And I went to the Flying Solo conference and one of the ladies was there presenting on how to network. And uh, I thought, oh, this is great. I need to know this. So I went to the how to network presentation that she gave. And after she did her presentation, she asked the house lights to come up and for us to introduce ourselves to the people next to us. And then she asked us to keep in touch with them and practice what we had just learned. So I learned from this, uh, I met a financial planner. I didn't need a financial planner, but she happened to live in the suburb close to me. And uh, a couple of months into our relationship with each other, which was coffee and cake in Five Dock here in Sydney, Australia. Sounds perfect. Yeah, exactly. So coffee and cake, I said to her, I said, listen, Jane, I still don't need a financial planner. And I know you still don't need candles, which is what I sold. I said, but I really am having an argument with my husband and I think we need an architect. Do you know anybody? Now, I didn't know she was in BNI. I had no idea. But she said, you know what I do? And he's great. And she went on and gave a great testimonial about what he could do and how he was wonderful and why he was special. And she went into her chapter that week and passed a referral slip to Matt about Wendy. And for the next two or three months, I had my name passed around that room because Matt introduced me to other people and they introduced me to other people. By the time I walked in the room in that chapter, which was all about business in Sydney, on a Thursday morning, I knew at least 14 people in that room. I had already met them. I'd already seen them. And I didn't know that they were all connected. Wow. <laughs> so I do credit Jane with, with introducing me, but she didn't really invite me. It was Rebecca Wells that invited me. And she was a life coach and a very good friend to this day. Yeah. I don't understand how you have, like, girls talk about everything and it just takes one date with a girl and you know, you know, where they lived when they were 10 and who their first boyfriend was and where they get their hair done. How did you not know that this person was in B&I after two months of coffee and cake? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. But what I can say is that, that we hold B&I a secret, I think, and we don't tell a lot of people about it when we should. And it, it's the world's best kept marketing secret, right? Just like the book says, but we, we really need to let more people know about it and experience it. I, I've been listening uh, to your podcast, to Ivan's podcast and to training for 10 years about this, but really it's generous to tell people about BNI and whether or not it's right for them as a member, it's right for them as a human to know about what it is and and how they can respect members that are there so i'm glad that i eventually found it so all about business has always been a pretty big group we like what to think so want, what made you want to join all about business originally well as i said 
when I walked into the room, I knew people. And I said, uh, I sold candles. I was in a network marketing company and I had been for six years. I had a very successful business uh, at the time. I, I felt very comfortable. I walked into the room and I said to people, I said, I'm a candle lady. I do candle parties at night. There's no way I'm going to join this. This is 6.15 in the morning. I really, I, I won't join. By the end of that first meeting, I wanted in. I wanted what they had. I wanted to drink what they were drinking. And so I, I don't know if it was that week or the week after that I put my application in, but I didn't hesitate to come back the next week and the next and the next. And my attendance record is flawless. Um, it, I loved it and still do. I miss being a member. I've left being a member right now for a short period of time, I hope, while I figure out how to run the region that I'm now in charge of. But I can't wait to get back to be a member because I love to pitch and I love to help and I, I love to be part of that group. So um, being a MLM, it's, uh, you know, it's, a, it's a, sometimes a fear uh, for people going in and they don't know how to work it. And um, uh, a lot of people are about, about building the business opportunity within B&I, not, not doing the product type thing. Um, yeah, how did you find that? And just before you get into that, I always like to say that people, smart people will work out how to work it, how it'll work for them. <laughs> they'll work out workarounds. They'll say, okay, I've got these people here. This is the angle I'm going to go on, how, to, how, how I'm going to work it. So how did you think along those lines? This is 10 years of experience telling you this. So I don't know that I could have answered this going in, but I do love to have one-to-ones with MLMers to explain to them how I did this. So the very first thing I did was I actually am the kind of person who reads the terms and conditions. So I read the term that said that MLMs, uh, you must represent the product or service that you offer and not the business opportunity. And I was devastated by that because the reason to go to a BNI chapter, the mission of BNI is to grow your business. And the way an MLM person is, is taught is to recruit, 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 recruit. That's the way you grow your business. So I had to completely shift my mindset. And that was a difficult thing for me to do. In fact, it nearly stopped me from, from filling in the application. But I did. I got my head around it. And what I realized was I, I needed to be passionate about the product, which I was. I needed to be passionate about the sales opportunity that I offered. And in the end, that's what I sold because I was a party plan seller. Not uh, There are other kinds of MLMs, but I was in party plan. I sold parties. I didn't sell candles. They knew that the party was going to be about candles. But what I did was I sold parties and I asked for people to introduce me to people who liked to party. And uh, I said, if, if they're a woman of age, about the age of 30 to 65, and they squeal with their friends and giggle when they hear a champagne cork pop, that's my kind of introduction. And I always asked for people who, who were going to have fun. And that got me ref referrals and recommendations galore. And I, I never had to go away from candles. Candles was brilliant, candles and parties. And then I got to sell my, my business opportunity at the party, which was completely away from the BNI table. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's all this, the sizzle, not the steak yeah. you were selling there. Yeah. And for people listening in, and we're using acronyms again, MLM stands for multi-level marketing business, just to, just to clear that up. So um, 
you actually worked out how to do it and sold the parties, got people in, and then actually were able to work the business opportunity in there after that. So um, that's a fantastic way to do it. So you've actually trans, um, trans, um, transitioned into a, a direct consultant from that. So how long did that take and, and uh, up to an executive director this year? So how long until you became a direct consultant within the region? I don't know how or why, but I think they took advantage of me completely and made me the vice president within the first six months of being part of the chapter. <laughs> now, I'm not quite sure what who pulled the wool over my eyes on that one, but I loved it. I really did enjoy being the VP. And soon after, I was the president. And one of the things that Bob Greenup, the executive director for Sydney Central, does is he approaches people who are in leadership positions and says, when you're done with this, I've got another step for you. And that's a brilliant step to take. And I encourage all of the leaders who are about to transition from leadership off and back to just being a member. And by the way, I just use quotation marks there. Inverted <laughs> commas, as Brent likes to call them. Um, and we, uh, it's a great place to, to go is to the, to the DNA team. And so that's what I did. So it was early in my BNI career. It was probably three years in, I became a, director and I was trained by none other than Hazel Walker so I got to meet the queen oh, wow. yeah I got the queen right at the beginning and so I thought this was all being I was I figured we just everybody's that good and it's pretty true um so I I really enjoyed that I think I, I've been a launch director. I've been a support director. I love the training director role. That was when I it really resonated with me, delivering MSP, delivering leadership training. Uh, my favorite is visitor host training, just teaching people how to welcome people with open arms and make everybody who visits feel good. Uh, and and uh, it's a very important role. And I think uh, yeah, we're obviously coming up to um, trans uh, leadership transition now. And I, you know, you don't understand probably when you first join a BNI chapter how powerful that visitor host role is. So people think, oh, I don't want to get up that early. I don't want to follow. I don't want to be talking to people that time of the morning. I'd rather get my coffee. I don't get to network if I'm a visitor host. But the fact of the matter is that you are the first and the last person anybody remembers. Absolutely. If you're doing the job right. If you're doing the job right, um, and it's just, I'd love it. It's my favorite role. Well, if you're in a 40-member chapter, you're going to meet about 400 new people every year, and you're you're the connection, so it's, it's brilliant. I want to go back and finish the answer to Brent's question because uh, it was quite by accident that I became the executive director of of the Sydney Northeast region. And I, I guess nothing's really by accident. It, it was sheer luck. I had a change in my party light business, my candle business, that meant that I really needed to think about what I wanted to do in the future. And that happened about this time last year. And I had been percolating an idea in my head for a little while about what was the next step for me, because I really... I thought I was successful before BNI. My my MLM, my multi-level marketing business, went through the roof with BNI. Uh, we were selling over a million dollars product a year, year after year after year, and growing. And and I had I had the largest team in Australia. It was it was it was a brilliant uh, enterprise for me, and it truly grew because of BNI, and I think my professionalism grew because of that. But I've been percolating. What's the next step for Wendy? 
Lloyd Curley, not Wendy the Candle Lady. And so Wendy Lloyd Curley decided she was going to start a, a business teaching people who aren't in BNI about how to network well. And strategic networking became born. And I started writing a book, which I'm about to publish, called Stop Wasting Your Time Networking. Because people are wasting their time networking without a strategy. And so I, I without using BNI vocabulary, without uh, even expecting people to become part of a BNI, but giving them an opportunity to think about how do they interact in the world strategically when they're talking about their business. And so that business formed, and I wanted to change categories from candle lady to strategic networking queen. And uh, that was uh, that was the catalyst for me just changing into a new business. And through that experience, I was introduced to the opportunity to own a, own a franchise. And I took that. So both happened at the same time and I couldn't be happier. So. Well, congratulations. Uh, what a great story. And I think too, like Brent's a, a long-term member who's an executive director. I think it's nice to know that the people who own the parts of the franchise understand what it's like for a new member on their first day. And that, and and that, um, and I think it's going to make you a brilliant um, executive director, understanding every single process and opportunity that's available through BNI. Well, it's interesting too. I I, I hope so too, and I think I will. But uh, VCP matters within the ED world as well, and I didn't have any visibility in that region at all. They didn't know me at all, so I've had to establish visibility, then credibility. Um, it, you know, I, I have to do what I say I'm going to do. And uh, profitability will come uh, when I keep working those two things really well. So VCP works within a business, a new business entity as well. And they're all my clients, and I want to serve them well. So, Well, congratulations on the book. And that could be a future podcast. We can talk about that a bit more, I think, when it comes out. That sounds great. Absolutely. Um, one of the things I like, one of your theories, and just before we actually get onto this too, your your uh, your entry into the executive director world of BNI or into the business opportunity of BNI was very similar to my own. Whereas uh, whereas my business virtually changed overnight, and there was another outlet, and I was already heavily involved in the BNI system as an assistant director for eight years, and uh, I had the opportunity to actually to actually buy buy into a region. Uh, in 2008, when one part of my business was making making it harder, transitioned, and uh, I needed to find something else. So it's it's funny how um, the world works that way. Sometime when you need it, it comes up. But what I want to ask you, um, one of the things um, that you actually preach in um, talking about BNI is there's no separation for what you do in BNI or uh, in BNI or in your business. Can you tell us a bit more about that theory? Because I really love it, and it's something I, I vouch for myself. Oh, ab absolutely. And and this is nothing I haven't been trained from other great people. But when when we look at our businesses, we our businesses have operations, and they have finance requirements, the bookkeeping requirements, and importantly, they have marketing requirements. BNI is nothing more to me than a marketing. Uh, fulfillment strategy. 
And it is important for me to consider every minute that I spend developing my VCP, right? Developing that visibility by listening to someone else about their business that improves my visibility. And by asking them how I can help them, that improves my credibility. And by making, giving them a good referral, that makes them profitable and it gives me more money in the karma bucket. You know, <laughs> just keep, keep putting deposits into the karma bucket. I, I really do believe that even, uh, and again, we've got a leadership team changeover happening now and people are wondering why, why do I put so much time into BNI? You're not, you're putting time into your own business because your visibility and your credibility will increase. Your skill set will increase. Your opportunity for learning will increase. You'll be a better business owner because of what you do in BNI. So every minute of it is either professional development or marketing. And both of those things are integral to your business and will reap the rewards. I like the karma bank. Um, yeah, Ivan calls it social capital mm. and having social capital like a bank account, doing those things for other people without expectation, knowing that eventually they'll that those sort of things will come back for you. So I really like that. So um, we ask all our guests today, and it's been great to have you on. We've had some great insights into BNI and uh, and what you do. I've really enjoyed this. So we ask all our guests, what's your tip for success within BNI? What would be the one sort of thing you'd ask members to focus on? Well, I'm speaking now as an executive director, meeting people and and getting to know them from afresh. And I think that my biggest tip would be, and this is for people who are looking at getting involved with BNI or people who are involved with BNI. And, and that's to actually look at the core values with a little bit more of a magnifying glass and to make sure that they align with what you want and align with your core values. They may not be your top ones. Family, of course, might be the one that you throw in there and says family is important to me or other core values that, that music might be a really good core value for someone. I know for Veronica, it would be. And, and, and so you, you, we've all got lots of extracurricular core values, but the seven that are right in front of us week after week, day after day are so important. And if lifelong learning doesn't resonate with you and you don't like learning, you don't like reading, you don't like listening to podcasts, you don't like doing things, is it at least important to you that if you get it done, you know it'll make you a better person? Same thing with accountability and building relationships. And they're all so important. And so I'd say uh, my biggest tip, really look at the core values and ask yourself what yours are and steal BNIs if you don't have any yet. And just start with those. You can cheat. That's the best part. You can cheat the system. (laughs) Just go straight to BNI's core values and say, you know what? I do. I appreciate all seven of those. And I also think this is important. So I'm going to add another one. I added fun. Fun is, is a core value that I've added to my personal core values. And I've asked the region to incorporate it into everything. And uh, yeah, I think that would be a good tip for people. I like it. And that's a different tip too, Brent, too. I think it's really great to see a different way of thinking about things. And that's exactly what you've brought today, Wendy. Thank you so much. Such a just a just refreshing. And you're lucky you got a word in, Brent, with two girls on the show today. Oh, it's been 
it's been fantastic to, uh, to sit back and listen to. Wendy, where can people find you and what area does your uh, BNI region cover? It's Sydney Northeast. So Sydney Northeast goes, I say it goes from Hornsby to Manly and it goes from North Sydney all the way up to Wiseman's Ferry. So uh, we are really a, a great region and ripe for growth, really. That whole Pacific Highway corridor going from Chatswood all the way up to Hornsby is uh, crying out for more BNIs. So if you're listening and you're in that area or know people who are in that area, recommend businesses to us at bnisne, stands for sydneynortheast.com.au. And uh, for all of my other business, it's strategicnetworking.com. And the, the book launch is, is there. You can sign up to find out when that's going to happen as well, which by the time this is let out, it may be D-Day. It's very close. Ah, very fantastic. Well, well, we'll have to get you on for a for another one once the book's released to talk about the book. I think I'd love to compete with Brave Bamkin anytime. Um, if, if I can be on more times than he is, that'd be great. Put it out there, Brave. Brave wants to come on again. I know. <laughs> you <laughs> rang me the other day. I've got something to come on. I said, Brave, I've got other guests lined up. It's actually not done the amount of times Brave comes on. We just end up talking for such a long time. Too. <laughs> you have to, it's the amount of times plus all the, the length of the episode you're going to have to compete with. I just have a quick question. I, don't, I know that it's going a little bit longer today, but I just think it's important. Just for us in, in Victoria, Wendy, give us a snapshot of what it's like for businesses in uh, your region in New South Wales at the moment, how's everybody coping? You know, how's BNI helping each other? I have to admit, uh, this is tough. This is, I think, week nine that we are in. I was one of the lucky ones who got out before the uh, borders closed and I got to go to the BNI conference in Adelaide and I came home the day after that and wow. immediately went into lockdown. So since June 26th. Um, it's really hard. I think the mental health of our, uh, not just our members, but their families and their employees, we're really concerned about that. That's, that's I think, what all members are concerned about, too. I don't say we as a big esoteric overseer. I, I think all of us are concerned about our fellow members and making sure that they are staying connected. And that, in fact, is more of the message this time. I think last year when we went into lockdown in March, April, May, and it was we were stuck together, uh, we were concerned about money and business. I, th I think those are still concerns, but now I think it's connectedness. And the message that I've been giving and that I think that has resonated well is that we are a connected community and we might not have the money coming in right now and we might not have the business flowing right now. And some of us do, some of us are having a lot of success, but a lot of people aren't, but they do have the community coming through. And I believe that that's helping people a lot more than they realize. So uh, it, it's, it's tough. And I can't wait for it to be over, whatever over means. But uh, it's been a it's been a tough nine weeks, and we we had the utmost respect for what you did last year in Victoria. And I think I don't know anybody who didn't thank you for what you were doing. But we're past that now. We're we're in a situation now where living with COVID is probably the only way to succeed. And so we're going to have to figure out how to get people together again soon. 
Yeah, I think, thank you. What a great message. And just once again, to all of our members across Australia, reach out. There's nothing stopping us now from reaching out to, uh, to anyone's region and just making contact with some, someone on BNI Connect and saying, hi, how are you going? I'm also a celebrant in Melbourne. How are you going? And, you know, just having a chat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I want to say something. I want to just say thank you so much for this. This podcast is brilliant. The messaging for the members and the even visitors is really, really good and powerful, and I appreciate it. And I love listening to it when I go for my walks. Thank you. Thank <laughs> Thanks, you. Wendy. Great to have you on. And uh, and just for our listeners too, we are recording this uh, late in August 2021 if you're uh, going through a back catalogue. So that's what we're talking about. it. if you're catching up with it a little bit later, which we know being on Business Builder, some people will be listening to 2020 podcasts at the moment uh, going back through there. So uh, we'd just like to time date that to what we're talking about. And uh, hopefully it's better times when you are listening to it if you're listening to it a little bit down the track. So, um, V, we might wrap things up with a quick tip before we get going today. Um, you haven't got a question to throw me under the bus today, have you? <laughs> As usual. What about a joke? But I know it's no, too No, I'm not doing, I'm not doing a joke. I'll, I'll, have one for ne- I'll have one for next week. All right. If, but if, I'm if, you're, de- if you're desperate and you remember, I'll... <laughs> Brent, you've just brought on an absolutely um, fantastic guest today and I can tell you on behalf of all the the women in BNI out there, it's just great to see um, such a fantastic operator business owner who really understands and values BNI and is able to kick some goals and is now part of your executive leadership team. So, you know, I just just love it. I feel like we're a really balanced organisation. There's opportunities for everyone during challenging times and really prosperous times. I just think that we all need a big pat on the back in B&I. Yeah, Wendy's a superstar and uh, we're happy to have her on our executive director team for sure. So Mm -hmm. my tip for this week, just before we wrap up, uh, we're heading into leadership team training again and changeover in uh, probably about about a month now from when we're recording this. So just our tip for today, the most successful B&I groups I have seen in my time have the best trained leadership teams. It's a common denominator across our best and highest earning chapters. So if you you want your chapter to be a great high earning chapter, you need your leadership team fully trained. It is so important. And, you know, this is our businesses at stake here. So make sure your teams are fully trained and doing your training. And one of the great analogies I've, I've heard about this over the years is, you would never get onto an aircraft, or we wish we could get on an aircraft at the moment, but you'd never get onto an aircraft without a trained pilot, would you? Okay? Would someone just wing it? Someone just wing it? I don't need to do the training. I just, I reckon I can fly the train. I've seen it, the plane, I've seen it done before. Yeah, you're never going to do that. So, you know, get your training done if you're on the leadership team and, uh, and make your chapter a success over the next six months. That's a fantastic tip to end on. There's plenty of fantastic training in BNI. Thank you, Steve, our podcast producer, for making sure everything uh, runs smoothly. Our fantastic guest, Wendy, thank you so much for being part of our podcast. And Brent, I learn from you every single podcast. Thank you. I'm looking forward to the joke. There's a lot of pressure on you next week <laughs> because the last one was not great, but next week it's going to be I have to do some research on dadjokes.com or something. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening and supporting BNI The Australian Story. We'll see you next time.